Welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I'm your host, Jess Green, here to give you the tools to intentionally design your life for growth, because it's time to be game-changing. Hello and welcome back to the Grow by Design podcast. I am so excited to have you back. Thank you so much again for tuning in as always and for all the beautiful feedback that I've had so far. I so appreciate it. And I do just want to start this episode by saying that I'm sorry. I know that I have been slack in the last few weeks and I haven't had a podcast out. I'm trying to be a little bit more consistent and trying to fit it in into the busy schedule of life and I want to try and get them out more frequently. One of the things that I want to start this week is a little mini series that I like to call Life Lessons of the Week. I love a good analogy and I always find little events and occasions throughout the week that I find interesting and kind of thought-provoking and they lead me on this bit of a rabbit warren of thinking. So I want to share these kind of ideas and thoughts with you. So today's life lessons from this week is all about my plant mum life and what I've learned from being a plant mum because it has been a journey. So last September I bought an apartment which I absolutely love and I now get to do fun adult things like pay a mortgage and rates and body corp and all these serious things that I'm now learning. But what I also get to do is buy solid and permanent things and I get to decorate and I get to make my home super homely because that's what it is now. It's my home. I get to live here. So I have done what all mid-twenties do and when they're having a midlife crisis and need some commitment, I have become a plant mum and I now buy houseplants. And I love it. They're so beautiful. But at the same time, they are stressful little babies. So I'm pleased to say that most are still alive, but it is definitely a learning experience. Turns out they are super temperamental. They all have different needs, different requirements, and they can be quite fussy. Some like lots of water. Some don't like any. Some like light. Some like the breeze. Some like the sun. So I have um learned a lot about plants and I am proud to say that they are all alive. Now where this links to for this week and my kind of experience being a plant mum this week, ever since I have moved in I have said that I will decorate the outdoor area and the balcony that I've got there and I want to get an outdoor garden and have some nice veggies and herbs and be super adult and grow my own little veggies which is very exciting. Now because I didn't do it in the first three weeks that I moved into the apartment it hasn't been done and I'm very aware that it has almost been a year that I've lived here and I still haven't got around to it so I did what all good people do and I rang a handyman. I needed to get some advice on what I could put out there um, and just have someone help me get it started. He was very helpful he came around and, and we put together some really exciting ideas for the outdoor area but he did also look at my indoor plants and say oh, they're looking good, but they're definitely not thriving. (laughs) I was like, damn it, what do you mean? I thought I was doing really well. I thought that they looked great. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, they're not dying, but they're also not thriving. I was like, jeepers, (laughs) take it to the heart on a Tuesday afternoon. What a life-questioning moment. I mean, you're not dying, but you're not thriving either. Um, How do you want to live? (laughs) Like, whoa, okay, but... It did get me thinking and he gave me some really fantastic advice. So on Saturday, I took my plants out to the to the balcony, took the kids for a walk, got them some fresh air, put them out and gave them some sunshine. 
Um, but it did get me thinking and I had a bit of a chuckle on all the things that I have learned being a plant mum in the last year or so. And so I thought I would share some of these with you because they're such a good analogy for life. So number one, his comment that got this all started is, I mean, you're not dying, but you're also not thriving. How do you want to live? And I mean, that is a key question for life. If everything is meh and everything's okay and I mean they're not dying but they're not looking amazing you know are you doing everything in your life are you just coasting through are you just surviving or are you thriving and what are the little things that you could do that take you from a living state and being an okay state to being thriving and blooming and growing so that is what effectively this podcast is all about as well how do we how do we grow how do we really move from just being okay to thriving so hopefully that got you thinking to start off with number two the right nutrients make all the difference when i think about it we are pretty much just houseplants we thrive with the right amount of water the right amount of sunshine and the right amount of food and it all makes a difference so what are you fueling your life with What is the water, the sunshine, the food, the breeze that you are putting into your life that helps you thrive? Because the right nutrients and the right inputs into your life make all of the difference. Number three, too much of anything is not good. So my plant man told me that half of my plants were dying of dehydration and the other half were being flooded. So I have now learned that too much of one thing is not good. So if you are a plant that copes really well on a little bit of water, a little bit of sunshine, don't douse yourself (laughs) in too much of one thing because it throws the balance of life. So for me now, just so that, you know, I might as well drop some plant facts in here now too. Some of my plants are now going to be watered with ice cubes and others will be watered by the submersion method, which means putting them in the sink once a week, watering them and then letting them drain and put them back in because he did take the plant out of the pot and the pot was full of water and he said, this is rancid and it will die soon. So (laughs) too much of one thing is not good. I will post a picture soon of that little plant because it's going to be thriving now, now that I've taken it out of its little swamp. So too much of anything is not good and everything is about balance. And this applies to so much in life. Think about where you're spending your time. Think about what you're putting into your body. Think about the type of people that you're around. Too much of anything is not good. So I really encourage you to have a bit of a look at where is all your time and energy and focus going? And is it into the right things? Or do you need to reprioritize? How do you get that really good balance? Which leads me into number four. You have to be patient. You can't just make a change and expect to wake up the next day and see a full blooming peace lily. To my point before, if you know that your life is slightly out of balance or you're having too much of one thing, you do need to implement that change or start to implement the change and make those little small adjustments. But then you have to be patient. I have now emptied out my big pot full of water And the plant, I'm looking at him right now, is sitting out on the balcony in the sun, drying out. But 
he's also going to probably take a few days, maybe even a few weeks to kind of recover and really start to thrive. And you will be the same. And it's the same definitely with health and fitness and nutrition and energy levels. So you can make a change and you can have one really good day of eating or one really good day of going to the gym. But you can't expect to then wake up the next day and have everything happen. And so it is what being a plant mum has taught me is that you have to be patient. You have to make a little change. You have to water it each week or not water it each week. And then you have to wait and you have to be patient. And that's quite hard in our go, go, go society because most things you can have instantly. But it's definitely taught me to slow down and appreciate it and just be patient and enjoy the process of watching them grow. Because as much as the one little piece of Lee was is a little bit stunted in his growth, the other ones are absolutely thriving. And it's so exciting to see them grow and change. But it does take time. So give yourself If you're making a change in your life, if you're making a change to your health and fitness, if you're slowly chipping away at losing some weight, be patient with yourself. Know that the change is coming and just try and enjoy the process. So that does lead me nicely to number five in the fact that you need to be patient, you need to make a little change, but number five, you then need to be consistent and committed. I can't just water my plant once and then hope that it's going to thrive forever I need to now I have my man has now told me that I need a good routine so on Saturdays I now water or not water my plants and I adjust them and I give them a bit of a a trim and I check in on them but I now have to well don't have to do that I get to do that all of the time and I need to be consistent with it and it's the same for anything in your life those little changes that you're making, you need to do them consistently and you need to find a way to incorporate them into your lifestyle so that it can be consistent and it can be easy and you can be committed. Whether that means putting aside time each week to do your meal prep or really scheduling into your diary when you're going to go to the gym or making sure that you are consistent and committed to your goals and your outcomes I think about it now and I want my plants to be alive forever, not just an eight-week sprint. And it's the same with your goals. Are you choosing a goal or an outcome that is sustainable and are you implementing a process into your life that means that you can continue doing this for life as opposed to I'm going to look after these plants really well for eight weeks and then I'll probably go back to normal. You need to be consistent and committed and find a way to incorporate the changes that you want to make into your daily life so that they're not an absolute struggle and that it seamlessly fits in. And if it doesn't seamlessly fit into your life, then what other things do you need to change or improve or tweak to make sure that it can happen? Now, number six is a little bit more brutal, but it's also kind of one of the most important things. And it was quite game changing in my plant mum life. So what I did have when I wasn't quite sure what I was doing, and I had um, a few plants that had a few very sad looking leaves and a few very sad looking dying shrubs to the side of them. So what I learned that I had to do was chop that off and I had to cut away the stuff that was dying or the stuff that was draining energy from the plant. If you can imagine that one of the leaves was 
dying or one half of the plant. It sounds really sad, but they were not thriving at their best. The best thing I could do for the plant at the time was to cut them loose so that it wasn't putting energy into trying to grow something that wasn't alive, wasn't thriving, and it was actually draining from the plant itself. So it's a pretty brutal analogy, but it's so perfect for life. Like, what are those things that are hanging on like a dead limb to your life that are draining you and pulling you down and taking your energy away from thriving and away from other you know exciting opportunities or spurts of growth so if you're constantly putting energy into something that is dying or is dead or is draining from you you actually need to cut it off at the stem and allow that energy then to flow into something new and beautiful it sounds brutal but it is probably the key thing and this could be you know it could be people but it could also be habits what are those habits in your life that you know are draining you that take a lot of energy and don't actually really at all contribute to the whole purpose of your growth in life and I really encourage you to have a think about that have a bit of a look what are the habits and the thoughts as well so the thoughts are a really interesting one what are the thoughts that you constantly have that are draining you you need to cut them off you need to stop doing them And you need to reprioritize and redirect that energy into growing and growing and thriving in a different way. Number seven, not as brutal as cutting cutting people out of your life or cutting habits and thoughts away, but also equally as important. And it is exactly what I did last week. So I asked people with more knowledge than me for help. So I know a little bit about plants but I don't know enough to set up an outdoor garden in Brisbane and I am still learning how to help my houseplants thrive. I have figured out a lot by myself and Google is amazing but where you're not an expert ask for help. Ask for people with more knowledge than you. Ask for people's opinions who have been there before and have got a proven track record. So there's no shame at all in asking for help and It's one of those things that is really important to do. And it was just a little lesson for me that this week I was like, oh, that was a really good thing to do. I'm pleased I reached out and asked for help. It seemed like a ridiculous thing to pay someone to come and help me design my teeny tiny balcony garden. But hey, it's what I want. So I found the right people and I asked for expertise and I got help. All right. And the last thing, number eight, that I have taken from my journey as a plant mum is do things that are worth the effort and do things that bring you joy and make sure that your life is full of things that do give you joy and make sure that what you're prioritizing your energy focus and time with is the things that light you up so it seems like I've I've learned a lot about being a plant mum and this weekend it's definitely consumed my time and my focus and I got to the point I was like god is this even worth it these things are, are such a hassle they're so demanding And then I'm really stressed about the fact that one might die. But then I thought about it and I look around my living room and I look outside of my newly gardened um, balcony and they bring me so much joy. They look so happy and thriving and I love the greenery and I love the nature and I, I love the way they make my apartment look. So for me, they are worth the effort, which is a bit kev considering they're just plants and I, you know, this is me not having children or a puppy. But 
Do things in your life that are worth the effort and that bring you joy and then enjoy the process of it. And by the other token of that, if something isn't filling your tank or it's not helping you thrive or it's not bringing you joy, don't do it. Life is too short to do shit that you don't like and spend time doing things that you feel like you should. So if you have houseplants and you don't like them and they look a bit sad, get rid of them and buy an artificial one from Kmart. But if they bring you joy and happiness, then continue to do it. And it's the same with all things in life. So find things that bring you joy, fill your cup and continue doing them and cut out the things that don't. So I hope you have enjoyed uh, my little mini series of life lessons from this week all about me and my plant mum life and I hope you've learned something about plants and I hope that I've inspired you to go and get yourself a little house plant but I also encourage you to take on these lessons and look at them in the context of the rest of your life and the rest of your goals and the rest of your dreams and where you spend your time and energy so I'll quickly recap on the eight points and the eight things I have learned from being a plant mum And I want you to have a bit of a think about them and let me know which ones resonate for you. Let me know which ones really got you thinking. So number one, if you're not dying, but you're not thriving either, is that really how you want to live your life? That one really hit me (laughs) on a Tuesday afternoon. Number two, the right nutrients make all of the difference. Number three, too much of anything is also not good and everything is a balance. Number four, you have to be patient. You can't make a change and then expect to wake up the next day and everything to have occurred. Number five, you need to be consistent and committed. You want your houseplants to be alive forever, not just an eight-week sprint. So do things that are sustainable to your life. Number six, cut off the dead weight. Allow your energy to focus on things that make you thrive. Number seven, ask for help from people with more knowledge than you. And don't be afraid to ask for help or admit you don't know. Number eight, do the things that are worth the effort and then enjoy the process and love the joy of the process. So there's eight points there and I normally do three things for the week, but listen back, um, make a note of the three that most resonate for you and let me know what you think. So this has been the Grow by Design podcast, episode number seven in the mini series of uh, life lessons from the week. So you can expect a few more of these where I start to kind of just chat and share what happens in my week and my day and how I really think that that can apply to you and your goals and your life, because there is so much around us that we can learn from. And I really encourage you to continue chasing your dreams and goals, but also be aware of what's happening around you and enjoy the little things so i hope you have the most beautiful day as always i am grow by design on instagram and i absolutely would love to hear from you if you are listening also if you could take a screenshot or share or um, give me a review on the podcast app or if you're listening on spotify i would so appreciate it and i love and appreciate all of you so thank you so much and have a wonderful afternoon Mm -hmm.